Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Sam speaking. I've taken over the show one more time. I'm here with two special women in Hero Clicks, all the way from Canada. I have the better half of Married with Clicks, Amber, on the line. Hello. And then I have the recent WKO winner, Emily. Hello. So, hey guys. Um, I wanted to have a special episode for you guys because I know you have Canadian Nationals coming up. Uh, but it's this weekend, correct? Yeah, it's super yeah. soon. <laughs> it comes really fast. <laughs> um, so it's the actual nationals is on Sunday. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. and then the the qualifiers are being run all throughout Saturday. Nice. So um, yeah, I know PJ is going. Um, he was with us this past weekend, so he was talking about teams that he was thinking about playing and stuff. Um, so, but I'm super pumped for you guys. I'm going to be rooting for you guys. I'm going to be playing in some states this weekend, but I'm definitely going to be sending all the good vibes to the northern part of the country. So, um, but we have a lot of questions, and um, I figure we could go through those. We could talk about some of your nationals prep and what you guys are. If you want to talk about your teams, you can, and I'm not going to make you because I know. Um, sometimes I'm kind of secretive about my teams just cause I freak out, but, um, but yeah, we could just have some fun and, and, and talk some hair clicks, but, um, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about Emily's WKO win and how special that is. Um, is that, that's the first win for you, Emily, is that correct? Yeah, it's my first first place in nice. in any significant tournament. Yeah, nice. Um, I know you did a lot of prep. I know we practiced a, a couple games. So, um, do you want to go over like what your team was? Any interesting matches? Kind of about your day? Yeah, sure. So, I've been playing a variation of this team for a very long time. I've been uh, I've been playing with Sam Cap since she came out and my team has had her on it the whole time and it's just been you know tweaking and and retirements and new sets that have changed what I play with her I love <laughs> um, Sam but this, yeah <laughs> like before before rotation I was playing it with um with Clarion and I I really really miss Clarion and the swordsman ID card mm-hmm. those were big losses to my team but I've uh I've since added on, um, I've got Dust on there now, and uh, yeah, she, I think, surprised some people, because people weren't expecting to see Dust show up, I think. I'll tell you what, thing. Um, she I... surprised me. <laughs> we practiced that Our game, practice? Yeah. and I was like, okay, it's Dust, like, what does she really do? And I didn't have the time to look her up, and then you just come hit me with this, like, penetrating 
damage. And I'm it's like, not penetrating. Well, it's, it's not penetrating. Well, I had Star Fox, but... so it's penetrating because he's just got super senses. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like, holy cow, I freaking Star Fox is on click three. And I yeah. didn't even do anything. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, yep, but yeah, when you have the combination of that the shredder and then the the smoke and oh. it just yeah, it was amazing. They work they work really well together. <laughs> I was super pumped after seeing it. I was like, I really need to get my dust out now. I need to like yep. surprise the guys here with it. So that that's the bulk of my team. I also have an iron heart on there so that I have my option of uh outwit or or pushing the prob if I think I need the prob more. Yeah. Um, and also, um, Ironheart can carry around who needs to be carried as well. And I've got Kite Man as my taxi. Nice. And uh, I play some ID cards and a Groot on there. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the team I I ended up winning with that variation of it. I'm I am going to be playing the same team for Nat. Yeah. Um, I am tweaking it a little bit now that we'll have the uh, Blackbird student IDs, so I'll be able to shave off a couple points by downgrading to some students and being able to add on yeah. a couple more students. <laughs> That's super clutch. Um, super, super yeah. clutch. Um, with my states team, I'm actually able to do that as well. So, I never knew how much two points mattered until you, like, take down three student ID cards and that's yep. six points added to your team. So Yeah, well, well my team was two at uh, 298. Yeah. the current version that I played, so by downgrading two cards, that gave me the six points to add two cards on, so. Nice. Oh, I have a tank on there, too. Yeah, you so took off like, Carnage, have... right? Yeah. I took off Carnage, I added a tank. Good good choice. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, how many times to... did you throw the tank? Can I ask? Um, I think I only ended up throwing it once. Nice. Yeah, because I was playing, it, it was actually in, in the top eight, I was facing um, um, Kyle, and he had never faced a tank before, so I was like, okay, here, you want to see what it does? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, he, he was playing a Unimind with Unseen and Groot and Surger, so it wasn't a, a theme one. And I had one map on him, so I had picked Muir Island, and it was really, really close. I actually think, like, popping, or se- sending the tank at him, mm-hmm. um, it actually made us, like, within 15 points of each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it wasn't until I popped Uni and then did, like, a, a sidestep into his Thanos um, that I was, I was finally breathing easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Yeah. So I, I had actually faced Kyle in the in the um, Swiss as well. So um, the he definitely picked up some some tips and and tricks and got more comfortable with his team into the top eight. So it was it was more of a challenge in the top eight, and he did really really well playing. Yeah. My uh, my top four was against Drake, and it was just a really really bad matchup for him. He was playing Anarchy with, like, a million of the 15-point pogs. Oh, gosh. And <laughs> Please tell me you threw the tank. <laughs> I didn't throw oh. the tank, but between Smoke and Shredders... Oh, yeah, like, that's very true. Yeah, you just, like, right? moved up and... Yeah, I mean, and he he had a haha joker on there too. So we went to time because like I was trying to chew through that haha after all the pogs were gone. Yeah, 
<laughs> and he re- he refused to concede. He's like, I'm gonna make you play this out. So <laughs> I got I got Haha down to down to one one token left on him when time was called. But like he was even frustrated that because I had Shredder out there and he went to Professor X, not the Prime, the the other one that uh-huh. can move everybody, yeah. but because. Shredder's in there. He's like, "What? I get the minus two attack because Shredder's in there, and I can't ignore that Shredder's." <laughs> oh man, that's that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it was a really, really bad matchup between everything I could do to him, and I managed to stay away from every single one of his bombs, but one the whole game. And when he rolled it, it didn't do anything. So that's um, a chance you take with uh, anarchy. <laughs> it is. It is. And then in the uh, top two, I was facing Mike White, mm-hmm. and we had actually faced in the Swiss as well, and I'm really, really glad I did, because if I hadn't faced him in the Swiss, I would have lost in the top, but because I had faced him, I knew what I needed to do differently, mm-hmm. and uh, he was playing Chase Soar, I believe, with Mjolnir, two Groots, an Unseen, and a Cosmo. And a couple of ID cards. Um, yeah, in the Swiss, I was trying to go after Cosmo and Unseen, and I couldn't get anything dead other than the two Groots. The two Groots I killed really, really fast, and then I think I got his Cosmo down to the last click during Swiss. But this time around, I came up, and I, um, instead of going after Cosmo first, I went after the Thor. And I came up with Sam. I had her call out the chase cyclops and he did his whole precision strike knockback thing because he had us in the office and he was positioned by a wall oh yeah and i i got him onto onto his uh like stop clicks like right right at the beginning there and then i brought dust around with smoke and he wasn't able to get away from the smoke in his turn, and so he took another damage, and he was on last click really, really quickly. And, uh, yeah, a couple turns later, I ended up killing the Thor, and, and it was, it was, we knew that it was basically my game then. Yeah. But towards the end of the game, he called out an Iceman to try, and, and he would have killed my Shredder, and he would have been up on points. Um... But he he missed his attack roll on the pulse wave, so, oh. and he didn't have unseen in a in a position to be able to, to prob it and, yeah. So I at time it was it was close. I won one fifty to one twenty, but hey, a win's a win, man. Win is a win. win I, I put up a good fight, and and as I said, if I hadn't played him in the Swiss, I wouldn't have known what to do different, you know. Yeah, that's one of the good advantages. It's it's a it's a double edged sword when you play somebody in Swiss. And then you play them in, like, the top cut. Because either yeah. they're learning how to do it better or you're learning how to do it better. Yeah. Um, well, and Mike is a really, really good player. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. won, you know, he's, he's won a few things, and, and I, I, I always have difficulty against him because he, is, he doesn't make very, very many mistakes. So, yeah, it was, it was a good game. It was, it was hard, and it was good, and we had the biggest hug when it was over. And yeah, I was yeah. so pumped. I was, like, super excited. I actually, like, I can't remember where I was. I was at a tournament, and yep. I remember, and I remember like, looking at Daniel, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Emily won! And he was like, oh, that's so awesome! And, like, everybody around was like, Emily who? And I'm like, Emily from Canada! And they're like, that's <laughs> cool! 
of course, they didn't know who you were. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> man, where was I? I don't know where I, I. We go to so many tournaments, I can't even keep track anymore. So um, I know first world problem, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was super excited when you when you said that you dropped Carnage, went to the tank. Um, I think yep. that was a great play for your team, um, just because the threat of Jack Girls is there. Yep, and. Um, I know Daniel and a bunch of the guys have been playing the tank, and they're like, 95% of the time they don't throw it, but it's yep. there, you know? It's there. Um, and they're like, well, if I give up eight points, you know, that's okay, if they want to yep. kill the small tank, but if, if I need to, to, to spread stuff out, or, and or kill a bunch of colossal retaliators, they throw the tank, and it, yep. it hurts. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was super, super excited. Um, I would imagine all the females in Canada were excited for you. Oh yeah. Um, I messaged Amber right away and she, you know, she replied back with the big whoop. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, you guys will have to take this momentum and take it into nationals in Canada and, and, and whoop some ass. Well, Amber and I need to grind and get into second day. I because my qualification is for next year. Well, I know <laughs> that kind of sucks. Next year covered. Yeah, yes, that's very true. You have next year covered. Don't have to worry <laughs> about it. But uh, I have all faith in you guys. I think you'll be fine. How many qualifi- qualifiers are they doing? Four. Um, Four so and they- the top twenty-five percent, right? Yeah, I think so. Um. So yeah, there's this sealed in the morning, and then it constructed, and then an afternoon sealed, and then a, a late night constructed. Uh, so you have four chances to get in, and the first, like, three years that I've done nationals, I always get in, for whatever reason, on the very last qualifier. Uh, sorry, the first two, because the third one, I was supposed to get in on the last qualifier, and they fucked up. Oh. Really, really hard. Do you remember that? Yeah, Emily? I remember. Oh yeah. my I think we both they fought so hard. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to be in and we didn't. And uh, there was a lot of people upset at the end of that final tournament. And they went into nationals the next day with like 26 players. Oh my god! Because they didn't qualify the right amount of players. Because what had happened was that people, pre- they allowed for pre-purchasing of, of qualifiers. So people had pre- pre-registered online and paid for it but because of the structuring at the time uh they have thankfully WizKids has has fixed this but at the time you were able to get multiple not uh national qualifications now they've done it regional so if you have a qualification in canada you don't get a second qualification in canada but you can go down to the states and qualify for the states so what they were doing was that they were merging all of the nationals. So they're like, oh, well, you could always use that qualification for U.S. nationals so you can get two qualifications. So by the end of the night, people had pre-registered for all these qualifiers. And they're like, well, we're not issuing refunds. So you have to play or walk away from your $40. And people are like, well, I don't feel like walking away. I guess I'll play. But then made top eight got a second qualification and everybody below them who should have gotten in because they shouldn't have been in the tournament yeah. got turned away. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 
It was a shit show. Was it the it was, store? Yep. Was it the store that did that, or WizKids? It was a mix of both because the way that WizKids system was allowing the multiple qualifications, they're like, okay, well, you have to keep in in the tournament because you're allowed to get more than one qualification. We can't pass down your qualification because that's how WizKids system is doing it. But then, on the other hand, the store themselves were the ones that weren't issuing refunds on online pre-registrations. So. Um, it was a mix of both. Oh my gosh! I mean, like we people weren't even asking for money back; they just wanted it as credit for battle royals or whatever. But yeah, they wouldn't like even, even just to move like, their money somewhere else. Yeah, and they're like, "Nope, we can't do it. You have to play." So we had some people come in, pick up their packs because it was sealed, pick up their packs and drop. We had other people like Jason who had qualified earlier in the day play and just like played the worst crap that he got in his boosters just to have fun yeah and was like yeah i'm basically just throwing this tournament because i've already qualified and they're forcing me to play but then we had people that were and they're like we had a lot of people come up from the states and they're like well i can use this to now qualify for u.s national so let's do it oh man yeah wow well Maybe they've learned from last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this was two years ago, so that oh. system has actually, like, WizKids actually did fix that system last year. Yeah. So now you can't double qualify. The qualification well, always passes down. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing, like, here in the States, like, we just had WKO last weekend, and only first place gets qualification. Really? Um, yeah. So, like, in the past, it was, like, every eight players... You got yeah, a spot. Yeah, once every eight players. So, but now it's like only first place gets it. So, it's like cutthroat around here. <laughs> yeah, but I um, think it's because they ended up pl- uh, running so many in the states. Yeah, um, and they're doing it like they just had the summer one, so they're going to do like fall and winter and yeah, and spring again. But um, there was a lot of people that grinded at U.S. Nationals. Mm-hmm. They did a ton of grinders. I haven't seen that many grinders ran. I didn't see any. I didn't see that many last year, but this year there was tons. So, um, I know some people used the time for practice. I didn't play in any of them. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to like bump anybody away from that needs to be in. So, there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, are you guys ready for nationals or? I guess so. <laughs> I need to pack. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to pack off. still. <laughs> so when are you guys leaving? Are you are you close or? No, um, we're actually going over to the next province. Um, so it's about a six-hour drive from where we are. Okay. Um, we are actually traveling together. We don't live in the same city, but we're traveling together. Um. Our buddy of ours, Aiden, is actually going to be picking up me and Jason and then picking up Emily and then we're hitting the road. Nice. Emily, you know that, right? Yes, I'm, I'm yes. meeting at Kipling Station at 930. Well, she knows now. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's like sickly like, oh, sitting there and like, uh, shit, I guess I'm riding with them. <laughs> so, um. Well, that's not too bad. I mean, six hours no, isn't, I, like, terrible. That's that's how far we travel to Columbus. Yeah, so. it's uh, it's only an hour less than when we tra- traveled to Columbus last year. Um, 
and it's a little bit further than like when we would go to Ottawa because we're going into Quebec for this. Okay. Um, now, to be fair, we're going into Gatineau, which is basically Ottawa. So <laughs> apparently, there's like there's like a bridge, there's like a river that runs down um, Ontario, where on one side of the bridge is Ottawa, and on the other side of the bridge is Gatineau in Quebec. So. <laughs> Wow. So we're basically going into Ottawa, but, um, yeah, we'll be staying in Gatineau. Nice. Um, we're actually staying in the hotel that they're running the uh, the tournament in. So. I love that. <laughs> I know. It's, it's right. Well, we did that when we when we did for Montreal two years ago. Um, yeah. And it's a great thing to just wake up, walk downstairs to the tournament. Jason's uh, joking about how he's going to be doing battle royals in, in his PJs because he's already <laughs> qualified. So he's going to be spending the first day doing battle royales. Nice. Nice. That's um, always nice to be, like, there. So in, in case yeah. if you, like, do a hard switch on something, you're not like, well, I didn't bring my crap. Like, it's... Exactly. You know. And then any extra stuff you pick up along the way, you're yeah. not, like, hoarding it in, like, thousands of bags. You're like, oh, I'm just going to go throw this up in a hotel room and I'll be right back. Yeah. I missed you guys at Origins. I'll tell you that. <laughs> how many how many girls ended up I know Nancy showed, but she normally does like battle rails all day. Yeah, I saw Nancy. Um I saw Patricia and um I tried to talk Patricia into playing US Nationals, but she was not, not taking it. She said that there. all of her stuff was still packed up from her move. Oh um, no. Of course I was like, dude, I I can make you a team. I have stuff. <laughs> I have everything, just <laughs> yeah. play. But um and then I, I saw a couple other girls, um, they were playing Battle Royales, but, um, I don't know their names. I know it's bad, but. It's all um, good. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, it was definitely not like last year, I, I know, I was kind of the, the lone wolf a little bit, but, uh, Well, you didn't have, like, the three other Canadian women to come down and play. <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> I'm just kind of on my own around here. Like, uh, that one question, you know, you guys have, like, four really good, solid players. You know, you got you, uh, Amber, Emily, uh, is it Aja? Asia. Asia. I, I'm going to mess that up every time I see her. And then, um, who else? Uh, Patricia. 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 Yeah, Patricia's Patricia. still technically Canadian. I don't care that she yeah. lives in the States. I, I count Patricia <laughs> as Canadian. I know she lives in the States, but... Um, I do count her as Canadian, but, uh, but yeah, you guys have four solid, like, players, and, um, and then there's, like, me, and, uh, Lindy, and then I know, I, I think Jennifer still plays here and there, but she just had a kid, so I'm not sure. Yeah, she, just, she just had a baby, so. So, I mean, I know that takes a toll on stuff, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, like. <laughs> I'm just straight up just jealous that you guys have a solid group and I, I'm kind of just stuck with the guys <laughs> like you need to get more women into clicks is how we do it I know we try to get one of the guys wives she came and she was like I want to learn this game so I can like talk to my husband about it and she did okay but she was like I am not good for this game because she was so impatient and oh, no. um, I'm like yeah you gotta have some patience um, or you're going to start flipping tables. But, um, do you guys want to talk about your teams or you guys just want to, like... 
Well, Emily's already mentioned that she's pretty much playing the same team yeah. uh, for Nationals. Um, my, <laughs> my team's pretty much out there. It has the potential, potential to uh, one-shot a Star Fox, and I've done it before. Nice. And it has, like... The, the best thing about my team is that uh, the front runner that I have basically throw, going out there and doing, like, the huge amount of damage is actually only 50 points of my team. <laughs> nice. So, um, I am running the... On, and this is how bad it is. I don't actually know what Seti's from. Um, <laughs> I am running one of the... I'm running a 50-point Hulk. Uh, who can quake the fast uh, horses? For, yeah, yeah. Can quake for free whenever he moves. Uh huh. Now the best thing about that it's not specifically a move action; it's just whenever he moves, mm-hmm. he can quake. Um. So and then he has the Avengers team ability, which gives him eleven movement. So basically, he can cross a good majority of the map and then quake. And if you can line it up right with a single target quake, he's doing four damage. Yeah, which and is... knocking people back. Yeah, which is crucial, because a yeah. lot of pieces now are, like, kind of squishy. Exactly. And uh, and then uh, to back him up is actually Space Mikey. Nice. Who uh, can smoke cloud for free. Mm-hmm. And any friendly characters inside that smoke cloud get sidestep, nice. which allows Hulk to sidestep Quake knockback again <laughs> for nice. another four damage. Mm-hmm. Um... And then that's still only 125 points of my team. Uh, then I also have a 100-point Carnage in there who actually doesn't do much of the work because he likes to sit back and wait for Hulk to wreck faces and then decide to come in after if he feels like it. Nice. Um, and Surter as well for taking out uh, anything with like a defense that I can't get through. Uh, and then I have Red Leader... Um, topping it all off with his double super perplex and outwit and uh, his own sidestep. So basically he'll sit back, triple perplex up a carnage to come in and do a buttload of damage after Hulk's already wrecked a whole bunch of faces. Nice. I like it. Yes. Mm -hmm. It has the potential to do a lot of attacks and a lot of damage and it's not super aggressive but it's like the right amount of finicky for me because I I can't play pick a power teams. I get really bad with analysis paralysis and I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So I do really bad with teams like that. But a team like this where it's very straightforward but still adaptable, I do a lot better with. And everybody that I've shown the team to and that I've like explained how it worked, they're all like, yeah, oh yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that I can get through the qualifiers so that I can play it. I really want to be able to qualify off of the sealed first thing in the morning so that I don't have to yes. play the team right away. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I was actually talking to um, my other Jason, not my husband, um, and I was just like, man, I want to go in sealed so that I can just relax all day. And he's like, yeah, if I qualify in sealed, he's like, we'll just go hang out and play test or do whatever for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, deal doing it. Yes, uh, I want to in the first one, too, so I can battle Royal. 
Right? I want to just be able to, like, relax for the rest of the day, because, like I said, I went through three years of grinding until, like, two in the morning to make it into the next day. Oh. I'm not looking forward to having to do that again. Oh, <laughs> I really man. hope I don't have to do that again. Um, that, but, that yeah. suck. <laughs> um, I don't have a second team. Like, that's just going to be the team that I play. Yeah. So, people, I mean... once people know what it does whatever like there's not too many surprises about it because there's not too much of getting around that hulk when he wants to deal four damage to you yeah so um yeah so i'm i'm, I'm excited for it um i've play tested it a bunch excuse me uh it took down a starbox team um nice which i'm happy about it has yeah. the potential to take down unimind uh, I still have not faced off against a Unimind, but I don't play a lot competitively, so there's a lot in the meta that I haven't gone up against, but I understand how the teams work. Yeah, and that's... Um, and, and seeing, like, um, like we talked earlier, there's so many variations of teams right now, <laughs> and with a Uni build, people play it different. Like, I, yes. I practice against Daniel playing Unimind. And so, he knows my next move. I know his next move. Mm-hmm. I play against a uni build Sunday, and he picked powers, and I was like, are you sure you want to pick that? Like, what like, are you doing? And mm-hmm. It was one of those, like, is this a trap? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> and it was one of those, like, I know in my heart, I know what I need to do. I need to come over there and kill your uni mind. But I'm like, I feel like this is a trap. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what, what you're doing here. So... I feel like now you you have to just adapt. You have to be able to adapt to each mm-hmm. game and each person yeah. you're playing against. That's why it's always better to just know, at least for me, because I can't I can't fathom like Jason always says, know your next your next five turns and your opponent's next five turns. I can't figure out for the fucking life of me what my <laughs> opponent's going to do next. Yeah. But I need no. to know what. I can do next. Yeah. So it's more for me knowing exactly what my team can do inside and out to be able to adapt because I have no idea what other people are going to do. And it, like, blows my mind anytime I see something be like, oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) Yeah. I take take what I do um, to prepare for some big tournaments is, like, I go through some, like, the biggest, like, characters, like, pieces that are being played. And I'm like, okay, in the back of my mind I know, like, okay, Star Fox has flurry. So he's most likely gonna flurry stuff with Milnir. Um, Unimine's got a stop click, he's gonna be able to pick powers and stuff like that. Like, I kinda know what they do, but yeah. and and then you just kinda have to see what else they play and how they how they play it, because everybody plays so differently. It's... yeah, I don't know. I can be... I've beat every uni build that I've played against, but Daniel. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, like, you guys, I think you guys are going to be fine. It's just a lot of different variations of teams. It's yeah. it's not, like, clear-cut, like, okay, this is how, you know, you're going to face a Wolvie team, and this is what they're going to do, because, I mean, there's, like, four variations of Wolvie teams. Yeah. Yep. So, um... I think, is the Blackbird going to be legal for you guys? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
basically all of the convention exclusives will be legal. Nice. So you might so. see some Starros, which I have no idea what that does, but... Oh my gosh, he's fantastic. I almost ran him, but then we the build that I had done with him was to the 200-point line, yeah. um, and he just dies so quickly to Surtur. It's yeah. just... Like, he's so powerful, but the retaliators rip him apart. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a really good 100-point dial where he's not actively attacking, so uh, he's mind-controlling, which, yeah. from what I understand, isn't going to trigger off the retaliators. So the 100-point dial we're probably going to see yeah. if someone is smart enough to, to put that team together. Um, yeah. But then, I mean, even then, he's still only, like, six clicks. He's 100 points. But then he's 100 points, so you got to figure out what the fuck is the other 200 points doing. Because yeah. <laughs> this guy's just sitting there mind-controlling the shit out of your team. you got to have some good support for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I played against the Blackbird this past weekend. Um, first time seeing it. I have one, but I haven't even opened it. I got the student IDs <laughs> out of it, but I haven't looked at the card or anything. Um that's like and... 90% of my collection. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I, I was completely shocked how well it did. I think it takes a very smart player to play it, though. Yeah. Um, people who think that they can just pick it up and, and play it, like, it's not that easy. It's it's a lot of finesse. Cause people were expecting it to be the Quinjet, and it's, it's just not. It's not. It's played differently. Yes, it's it's very finesse. It's, you have to really think about... It's for that player who can think five turns ahead. Um, Because you got to worry about your placement of your characters around. It can die really easily. But Mm -hmm. if you play it correctly, you can have so many perplexes, theme team probs. um, You're calling out. You can real boy something. You can call out something. Um, I I got an. I just got wrecked by it. So I was like, holy cow! And and the fact that the real boys. Um, you know, like in the Quinjet, yeah. Uh, the real boys came out, and you hit them for like seven damage. You killed them. You scored mm-hmm. points. Yeah. With the with the Blackbird, you hit them for one damage. Like you hit them for seven, they don't die. They just go off the board. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. can't kill them, but they stay on the board, and they the person can decide. Then do I? push them to death, because, like, once they push, they just go off the board. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. So, uh, that was one thing that I was like, holy cow, like, I can't just kill the real boy. Um, and with the X-Men, being able to, if you hit one of them, you damage, you know, how, like, the headmasters have that um, free attack. Mm-hmm. The real boys can free attack. Oh. So, oh, my goodness. Yes, it is disgusting. But it's so good. <laughs> but uh, I was like, I want to have to get my Blackbird out and, and try this out a little bit. But um, yeah, it's it's something that you guys probably need to look into. Because I know that you'll probably see it. Oh yeah, I'm sure someone's yeah. going to end up playing it. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it takes a very finesse player. It has, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. Um. So, we have a lot of questions. Yes, we do. Lots and lots of questions. <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead and start with some questions here. Uh, George is asking, who will the first lady 
who will be the first lady to win worlds? Of course, then Lane says Maddie G was really close last year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not going to Worlds, so it can't be me. Oh, no. I know. So, one of you ladies have to pick it up. (laughs) Honestly, my money is always on Patricia. (laughs) It's like every time this question comes up, it's just like, yeah, Patricia will win it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's one one of Nat, so. Yeah. 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 She's she's solid. She is, she, like, when I first started uh, paying attention to competitive game again, probably around 2011, 2012, uh, I actually watched a couple of games um, at, I think it was Wizard World was holding World Championship at the time, and I was watching Patricia play, and it was just like, who is this woman? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that was the year she won uh, Fellowship. Uh, they used to do uh, a fellowship award for Worlds. Um, but she had won fellowship that world, that year and was able to design an ATA, I believe, was uh, the prize for that. And ever since then, it's just been like every time there's been a major clicks event on the Hero Click stage, it's just been like, all right, well, where's Patricia? Okay, top eight. All right, there we go. Yeah. And like the last, I think out of the last four years that we have done Canadian Nationals, there was one year she didn't qualify. Every other year she's been top four. Yeah. So, she's I solid. mean, last year she was top... She came in third last year. Um, and it was, like, the closest game between her and Kenny to see whether which one of them was going to be going up into the finals. And yeah. uh, that was an intense game to watch between her and Kenny. It was actually one of the most... One of the most, like, Canadian games I've ever watched, because even though Kenny's from Jersey, um, at one point there was a missed play uh, that had happened. And it was, like, four turns later when they realized the mistake, and they're just like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just rewind and we'll replay this. And they're like, like, are we sure? that this is okay, like, it's been, like, four or five turns. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about it. We'll do, we'll do this. It'll be okay. It'll be it'll be a better feeling win if we if we redo this mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, uh, Patricia came really, really close to winning that game, and it was just a fantastic... I was doing commentary at the time nice. um, for Nationals, and it was a great, great, great game to watch between uh, her, her and Kenny. And then Kenny ended up winning and going on into the finals, uh, between him and Adam Cole. Um, so yeah, there was only... And the funny thing was, the one year that Patricia didn't end up making it, I don't know what it was about that weekend, she was off her game, I made top 16 in Canadian Nationals. And I was like, what the hell? I'm like, I made top 16 and Patricia didn't? And I'm like, what? What world are we living in? It's a dice game. Yeah. I, I say it every day. It's a dice game. I, I say you can be the best player, the best team on the board, and your dice could just fail you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just possible. So, um, yeah, Patricia's great. I, I, she wrecked my face. It's sealed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I played with Lane and Daniel, and uh, um, they gave me like the crap team. <laughs> so they were just like, "Here's here's the leftovers," and I played her, and I was just like, I even sat across from her, I was like. 
this is going to be a really fast game and in your favor. So let's just get this. <laughs> let's just get this over with. Um, so uh, yeah, it was definitely fun playing her. I was like, you know, we've never played constructed against each other. I really want to do that. Like I, I yeah. feel like, um, you know, just learning, learning different techniques from from you guys and how you guys play helps me and and such. So. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like Patricia's up there, but I want one of you guys to win nationals. Okay. Fair. Hey. Okay. <laughs> I got my money on you guys. Um, I, I got my money on Emily. Don't depend on me. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure, Emily. <laughs> Just a hundred dollars riding on you. So <laughs> I'll do um, my best. Um, Lane is asking, what is your favorite theme to play outside of Metaplay? So I asked him to clarify this question because I was like, is he talking about, like, do we like 400 Limited or, like, what format? But he's actually asking, like, what kind of theme team that we like to play. So. Um, I have... I, I at one point had this Team Titans team that I absolutely loved. Um, it had a, a Supergirl on it. And it was just like Supergirl, Starfire, um, I think it was like Red Sun or something. It, we're talking probably about six years ago now, yeah. maybe. And uh, it was just super, super fun team. I love playing that. Uh, absolute, like... For me, Slosh was an amazing set for themes that I loved. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the Fatal Five. Um, I have to track them down again. I have them stashed away in my Golden Age bin, but I lost their cards at one point, so I have to make sure I found all their cards again. Um, absolutely love the those guys. Those are the, the supervillains from um, Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Uh, I love doing the Legion. Uh, pretty much anything X-Men that I can throw together. Uh, I've, like, I'm actually very selective in the comics that I do read, but because of those comics, so much theme comes out of it because I do actually read X-Men, X-Men-based comics. Yeah. Um, and some DC here, like uh, any of the Gotham City Sirens, I wish we could get better versions of it, but spoiler alert, I'm absolutely freaking in love with the Batman animated set and all of the Poison Ivies in it, because I have seen more than everybody else has. Nice. Um, and yeah, I'm so in love. <laughs> We're <laughs> actually getting some tomorrow night, so I'm actually excited. Um, Emily, do you have a special theme that you like to play, or...? I don't actually because I really only play meta. I'm not into comic books and things like that and I I tend to only go out to competitive events or practice for competitive events. Emily's like screw the freaking <laughs> screw the I, I don't play your game. Yeah, I don't no, play. I, I, I play the game for the game, and it, it, <laughs> like, I know that it drives some people crazy. They're like, what? I see all these superheroes fighting in my head, and on the map, I, I can picture what they're doing with each other. And, and I'm like, yeah, no, I just want to like know what they do and how they work together. And I don't care if they're from different universes or different whatevers. I've been putting them together because they work well together. <laughs> they work well. Like, like, Sam Cap can work well with Kite Man. It's no big deal. Like Exactly. 
Um, so I love to play Squadron Supreme teams. I love Nighthawk and I love Hyperion. Um, uh, he was one of the first player like pieces I I learned to play with. So um, every time we have a theme night, I try to build something off the wall because the guys usually play like Justice League and Avengers and stuff like that. I try to find the one theme that's off the wall to play. Um, so. Um, Daniel is asking, of course he's asking an eternal question, because he knows <laughs> I hate Unimind, but, uh, he's asking, what's our favorite eternal to use as a blue flame on Unimind? Fuck Unimind. Exactly! <laughs> yeah, I, I've never actually used him, I've only exactly. faced against him, so. Um, I mean, I like Cersei, I know that she's an, an eternal, I like her as a character, yeah. so... If if you need an answer, there's an answer, but I will never play Unimind. Yeah. Yeah, I will never play either, but I would pick Thanos because when I play against people, they seem to you pick that prob all the time, mm-hmm. so th- that would be my reason for it. Yeah, I mean, I've played Unimind. I didn't like it. I It's not my play style. Um, everybody has their different play style. I get it, you know. Teach their own. It wasn't mine. Um... But I know when I played, I really enjoyed uh, Makari just because of the hypersonic. Because that's my playstyle. I like to get in there, let's roll some dice, let's go. I'm not one for staying back and, and picking stealth or shooting from 13 squares away. So um, I know, but there's a lot of good Eternals right now. So it's Star Fox is a good one. So. Um, Alex Coos is asking, what figures out of the new Batman set are you most excited to pair with Anarchy? I've got one for this one. Ooh! (laughs) I'm excited to try it with Clock King. Exactly! That's my answer, too! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, being able to put those time bombs and potentially, you know... Oh, yes. Yeah, that sounds fun. And I was like, exactly, I'm doing this. I'm going to do it. Um, Amber, do you have a answer, or... Did we lose Amber? Can you not hear me? I did not hear it, your answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I have never actually played Anarchy myself. <gasps> um, so much but... fun. It's so much fun. Uh, <laughs> any excuse to play any of the new Poison Ivies, and I'm there. Yeah. So, um, actually, there is one. Um, there's one poison ivy who can do a smoke cloud that does damage. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and I think it would be fantastic to be able to uh, play her as well, just for map manipulation, because you either trap people with that uh, poison smoke cloud, or you kind of guide them to be near the bombs and basically by making them avoid either it's like okay you get to choose either the bombs or poison ivy's plants i apologize for the little voices that you're hearing because my children have decided that 10 30 is a great time to come downstairs and talk to me oh you're all good it's all good that's part of being a mom that's part of just um yeah so clock key is gonna work great with anarchy um yep 
I feel like, you know, you can basically, Anarchy can send the bombs kind of towards their side of the map to kind of deter them from coming out. But if they want to come out, then you have Clock King who can then generate the time bomb markers closer to where your stuff is and then you collect people down giving them an action token. So, I, uh, I'm super excited. And plus, he's got Outwit. I mean, mm -hmm. it's pretty good. So, I mean, he's got super senses. I mean, if there's a way to maybe give him the mirror, he could be really, really good because then he has shape change and super senses. He's going to be harder to kill. I know he gets shape change later in the dial, but um, I think he's going to be a good matchup with Anarchy. I like how we think alike, Emily. You know. We do. I mean, it's like we both love Sandcap. We both want to yep. play Clock King. And Shredder. And, and we Shredder. love Shredders. Um, so, um, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Um, Giordano? Giordano? Um, can a Canadian win the Canadian Nationals? Well, I guess... We are going to try well, super, super hard this year. Yes. Yep. Uh, again, I think we have, you know, about $200 on Emily, so... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> every time we talk about it, we're just upping the dollar yeah, amount. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> more pressure. Yeah. It's a good thing that I'm I'm really really comfortable with my team because I've been play testing it so much and I've played it for so long. Just, just by the end of the episode, it's going to be like fifteen hundred dollars, and we're going to oh be my like, gosh. And we're just going to disown you if you don't win nationals because they're all going to be more money than nationals would ever win you. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think there's really good potential for a Canadian to win Canadian Nationals. Yeah, everybody's super thirsty for it this year, too. Yeah. Uh, like, really, really feeling it in the fact that this is the fifth Canadian Nationals, and every year it's been won by an American. Um, and yeah. we came super close. Like, that's the thing. It's been, uh, there has the top four has always had an American in, or a Canadian in it. Mm -hmm. uh, the first year, uh, I think, was the closest, and that was the finals was Nick Peterson versus Patricia, and Nick won out. Um, and then, actually, even the second year uh, was a Canadian versus Kenny, and Kenny won. Uh, the third year, uh, Kenji beat out Jason to get into the final between Kenny and Kenji. Um, so that that was the year where the Canadian was in third. And then same with last year where Kenny beat out Patricia to get into the finals against Adam. Mm -hmm. So the last two years, a Canadian's come in third, but then the first two, they came in second. So it's like we're always there. We're always right at the heel. And it's just a matter of getting past that final hurdle and having... All we need is just two Canadians in the final. <laughs> and then we're good. Well, we know there's going to be one because Emily's going to be in one in yeah, the finals. Exactly. Because, you know, we've got about $300 riding on her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really think it's your guys' year. Um, I know I have a lot of I have a lot of friends and and that are going to Canadian Nationals that are Americans. Um, yeah. But I really want—I really want a Canadian to win. I, I really, you know, I've got about four hundred dollars riding on Emily. So 
we're too Canadian to tell the Americans to fuck off. So, <laughs> we're all like, hey, don't come to our event. We want to win this. You'd be yeah. like, all right, my American brothers, come on. Come, 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 come. We will give you great Canadian hospitality. We'll even hand you our nationals. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so... I don't know. I feel I feel like this is a year that it could happen though because I just the vibe locally there has been a lot more playtesting there's been a lot there's more meta worthy teams. Yeah, like it just it feels like this is the year that it's going to happen. Yeah. Like I just I it's, it's it's that vibe in the air. Like if you see the people that are showing up at WKOs it's it's a lot mm-hmm. more of actual meta pieces being played well versus versus just yeah, yeah we're going to be Canadian, and we're like. just going to... Yeah, I like this figure, and I'm going to build a meta team around it. Like, <laughs> I think I think some of that has to do with how open the meta is right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually giving people, like, oh, hey, I really like Carnage. Or I, I really like Anarchy, like, as a figure. And I've never been able to play him, but now he's actually pretty good. Like, you can build a yeah. pretty solid team around him. And, and be able to compete in the meta. So I think being that the meta is wide open has allowed a lot of people to come out of the woodwork and say, hey, I'm, I'm back in the in the scene here. I want to play test and, and kind of go from there. So, Yeah, with it being so open, one of the great things about that is that it caters to many different play styles. Yes. Like, you can have multiple different play styles and whatever you're comfortable in right now you can find something competitive to play in that playstyle. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time since we've had something like that where the last few years it's been like, okay, well this style of play wins. Yes. And if you're not comfortable with that style, you're not gonna win. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I feel it because when I'm in our group I'm I'm kinda of like the oddball. Um, you know, a lot of the guys gravitate towards the uni mind or the the more meta strong kind of like um, what you usually see, um, mm-hmm. and, and they're the front runners. They're you know they're the ones building it. They're the ones like branching it out. But uh, and then I'm like I chime in the chat like, hey guys, what about anarchy? And they're like, no, Sam, like it's not gonna work. I'm like I really think so, guys. And they're like, no, no, no. Listen, little girl. And they're like, you don't know meta. And and then they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like that. They're like just. Just play, just play your Sam Cap, and I'm like, I really think there's something here, and so I put it, I put it away, and I swear, like, I was watching Lane play on the Rock Online, and I'm in the truck with Daniel, and he's like, Lane messages us, and he, because he's part of our team, and he's like, hey, I'm playing on Twitch, you should watch my match, and I'm like watching it, I'm like, oh, I just, I, I remember just screaming in the truck, I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's playing Anarchy, and he's in the finals, like. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I was like, got home. I yeah. immediately like got my anarchy out. I started to build a team. And I was like, this is what I'm going to play in Nationals. Just to prove <laughs> people that I could play this. So, um, but yeah, I, I have a way different play style than a lot of people. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be able to branch more people. I, I Like you said, Emily, you guys have more... Um, people playtesting, so that's mm-hmm. that's great. So, um, Lane is asking, should we do a men's calendar of clicks? 
Um, <laughs> now, now, okay. So, saying this <laughs> as a very happily married woman. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like, going to Worlds last year and getting to see, like, the large amount, like, the most people I've ever seen playing clicks. And I think I talked to Emily and Asia about this at one point, and I was just like, damn, there are a lot of really good-looking guys that play this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have very many stinky guys either, so that's no, a plus. No, we have a lot no. of really, like, well-groomed, better hygiene guys. Like, we have guys that take very good care of themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're not the, the D&D magic players who... Come out, of, come out of the woodwork and literally the mom's basement and you're like, uh, have you seen sunlight in like 15 years? So. Although then again, having gone to a fair amount of um, magic pre-releases now because Jason got me into magic. There you go. Um, I, I, I now hold that, that stereotypical judgment towards the Yu-Gi-Oh players now because I have oh. never met a Yu-Gi-Oh player that seems to know <laughs> anything about hygiene. What soap is? <laughs> you bet, I bet you put is? a bottle of it in the middle of the table and they're like, what the hell is this thing? What like... societal decency is? <laughs> um, so yeah, the calendar of clicks. I I think it would be okay, but I know the guys that want to do this. I know them personally. <laughs> and and what, what you're that. thinking that it would be would not be what they would make. No, what it'll end up being, what we're thinking is like the so the like drenched, sweaty firefighters next to their trucks and holding their hoses. What we're gonna get is the episode of the IT crowd yes. when they get the whole geekish chic men's calendar. Yes. Well, Very what's much making so. me laugh is that is that we like we're what are we, half of the women that play hero clicks like if they put out a calendar it they're they're marketing it to our the whole bunch of men so yes, that is that is the most fantastic thing about that but that it is the men that are gunning for this to happen because they want a calendar yes. of all of the men in the game again i know these men i know them i play with them i've traveled with them i have stayed in hotel rooms with them like i talk to them on a daily basis Yes, they want this for their own their own collection. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's it's pretty disturbing. So, um, I mean, of course, some of the things, uh, you know, how they said David would cosplay as Mangog and and stuff like that. I, I that's the kind of stuff they would put in it. Just yep. stupid shit. So of course. If you guys want to make one, make one, but just know that, you know, the women we know that you guys want to be It's going to end up happening eventually. They are going to get drunk enough out Rock Cup or, like, World, and they're all going to get together, and someone's going to have a camera, and suddenly the clothes are off, the pictures are getting taken, and then, like, three months later, online, suddenly we all have a calendar, we're like... Who actually asked for this? Wait a second. Yes. Wait a second. And I then, thought this was a joke. And then, we, and then we can go back to this episode and say that we did not ask for that. We asked for... So, um, 
Nathan's asking, new animated set Batgirl title character seems fun. Could it see meta play since she can move for free, kind of like the next Sam Cap? Um, to be fair, I did watch the unboxing with her, and I did not pay attention to what her powers were. So, I, I mean, like title, title characters. characters on their own yeah. can be meta. Uh, you know what I find lately with the way that they've been building the title characters is that you really have to have the right team around them. Mm-hmm. Like, themselves don't really be like, oh my god, this is going to be an amazing meta piece. But if you can find that right player that white right character to pair it up with, yeah. then that's what makes them better. Because that they're meant to be like this Uber support piece where they are doing things to the other characters on your team. Yeah. Um, it's not so much about what they themselves do. Yeah. I don't like title characters, so um I don't see myself really ever playing one. So I don't really pay attention to the title character stuff. But um, if she's kind of like a next Sam Cap, that's could be good, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I didn't see her as having a as being like a next Sam Cap. So her the one one of the title bi- abilities that she has is that she can move half of her movement for free. I think she's got to take off a couple of the the tokens yeah. to oh, do okay. it. So, um, and like yeah, she's got a good perplex. She's got a good outwit. Again, with the the tokens. Mm -hmm. And she has a decent dial, but I feel that she would be a very big first target if you have her on a team because her KO, her punishing KO, if she dies, is that Mm -hmm. the opposing team gets plus one attack. So (laughs) I can see her being a very big first target because it's going to make their team better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any team was like, okay, yeah, well, so... I'm just going to go ahead and shoot you, and then thanks for the plus one attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, there's not too much in competitive that you want to be giving your opponent yes. some bonuses. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, again, Nathan, uh, like Amber said, I think if if you have the right character to go with her, maybe she can see some play, but I think it's going to take some finesse. So, um, Michael is asking, excluding the troublesome chases from the new Batman, does the set look very underpowered to you compared to what's meta? Also, any competitive picks from the spoilers you have seen so far? Excluding the chases. I have a few, but I know, I bet Amber has a ton of them since she's... (laughs) (laughs) She's I didn't excited. already open a brick of this set. What are you talking about? Uh huh. We know. We know. I'm gonna open some tomorrow night. So <laughs> hopefully we'll go um, live with it. We don't know. Yeah, unfortunately we had to. Or I am actually just double checking when we can release our video because we have to. We are under contract by WizKids to wait until Scott's done his yeah. to be able. So we we did it last week. We've been uh, sitting on this for a week now. Oh gosh, <laughs> um, it's been it's been hard because oh my gosh, it's such an ex- like I cannot wait for people to watch this. Of course, um, then you watch Scott's videos, and then you see all the comments of people like like talking figures in the back of your mind. You're like, I know, I know yeah, what it's this. Like, like, hold on, guys, I can't say anything, but oh my god, wait, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> um, the one thing I do have to say, just on his comment on uh, the set looking underpowered. 
and um, it's that it's this is what you're going to get. This is it's a Batman animated set. The focus of these Batman sets are never really Batman. It's Batman's rogue gallery. It's all of his bad guys. And when you come down to it, they're not crazy powerful characters. Other than like the Joker who we've seen go insane in Heroclix itself, his main uh, villains are not super powered villains because Batman's not a super powered guy. He's just a regular rich guy with gadgets. So you get regular crazy guys so you're not going to get overpowered oh my god this set is so crazy which is why you'll you'll see a lot of gimmicky things show up in batman centric sets if you actually look back like go to hc realms look back at all of the batman centric sets and you'll find really weird gimmicky stuff that popped up in those sets because they're like, well, this set's not really powerful. We don't know if it's going to sell. Let's throw something ridiculous in here to make sure that this sells. So we have the Super Friend Traces that, oh my god, we have 12 sets in a, in a case. This is going to sell. But people might not care about 90% of the figures that are in the set. Uh, World's Finest was like that, where it was a lot of lower-end characters that a lot of people had never heard about. But hey, Casey's... Kingdom Come characters are the chases. Set sold out. There was the Batman set that came with Super Boosters. There was... They did a Batman set that was a gravity feed set. Um, that was the, the Streets of Gotham. Like, they have done really weird... They did the Batman 66 set, which is probably still one of my most favorite Heroclix sets to ever come out with, because it's the most fun set I've ever played with. But they do very gimmicky things to try and sell this stuff, because... As much as Batman is such a huge cultural thing and everybody seems to fucking love Batman, he doesn't actually sell as much as people think he does. Yeah. Especially when you have to pair him up with all of his bad guys who are pretty much weak sauce when it comes to especially a strategy game like this. You're not going to get power out of it. Yeah. Um, that being said... There are some fantastic pieces in this set. Yes. <laughs> they are not overpowered. They probably aren't going to see competitive play. I kind of hope that some of them do. Um, but they're, I, the Justice League Unlimited guys are pretty powerful. Um, I have seen the Superman that Scott was talking about that he didn't see. Yes, he is 100 points. Um, but... Yeah, like other other obviously other than the chases, there's some great things in there. I think the right players are going to find ways to use them yeah. and make them competitive. Um, but at face value, a lot of people are going to overlook these characters. I want to see somebody make that Riddler work. I am so excited about his trait. Mm -hmm. If you guys missed that today, uh, he has a trait where. Um, before your opponent, when your opponent declares an attack, you get to choose either odd or even. If that attack roll hits, and it is the odd or even that you chose, Riddler gets to evade the attack. Oh my gosh. It's yes. so much fun! Let's do yes. it! <laughs> I want someone to make that Riddler work. I and the thing is, he's only like, I think, 50, 55 points. That's not bad. Um, so, like, he can easily fit on a team. Yeah. But I want to see him on a team. Just 
so that people are really like, oh my god, stop picking the right one. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know that there's a lot of people, um, you know, theme team is great right now. Um, yeah. People are playing a lot of themes. I don't play theme team because I like Sam Cap so much and she does not fit on any theme. <laughs> um, so, but I know a lot of people are saying, like, I want to play a Gotham City Underworld team. Um, so, I think the one piece that I'm going to see mostly around me is the, the O54, the Joker, that has the Christmas present. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, have we figured yep. out what the Christmas present does? Yes. No. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, it is a, an equipment that is on him uh, when he starts the game. It is KO, um, it, it, uh, KO unequipped KO. Uh, if you roll a one, it goes away. Um, if you roll a two to five, you get to give action token. Oh, you get to move characters or something. Anyways, uh, it it has a dice roll. Each dice roll has an effect. Ah, yeah. Hmm. I think I think he'll be good because he's he's seventy five points. Um, his movement attack power is charge plasticity sidestep. He's got mm-hmm. uh, blades. Um, he's got Outwit Perplex when the Joker uses either. His minimum range is 9. And that's great for the game. For 75 mm-hmm. points, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. super solid. Yep, yep, um, yep. But, uh, yeah, I I was just talking to one of the guys, was it yesterday? Um, and they were talking about how, um, you know, how the game has changed. And I said, there's so many good points. There's so many good, like, low-point characters now in the game that I'm loving because ID card characters now are low points. Whereas, you know, when we had Nick Fury, it was like 120 points. So you had to build your team, you know, you had to have a 120-point character on your team. And now it's like, I can have four 50-point Wolverines, all my Collins are 50 points. Yep. Let's rock this out. Like, you can fit a Joker for 75 points and not have to Easily. worry about um, anything like that. So, um, I know that Emily doesn't play casual. She's all for the, she's all for the money and the, she's out the grind <laughs> to win nationals because I got like $700 on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that seeing that poison ivy with that special smoke. There's also a scarecrow with special smoke that mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to try and pair them with uh with the dust and shredder and see how yes. much yes. <laughs> how much I can trap people around smoke. Emily's because just one gonna of them have has... smoke for days. I'm gonna make you yeah. special smoke markers. Well, the, the scarecrow one. If if you're putting it by somebody who doesn't have willpower on some of the clicks, they have Immobile, or Battle Fury, or, like, it's... Oh, God, it <laughs> so good. if I could give you Immobile, and yeah. put Dust Smoke around you, and Poison Ivy Smoke around you, and Shredder into you, oh, that's my dear. a whole lot of damage if you can't move. That, what, we're gonna make this even better, <laughs> in the fact that one of the things that people always seem to forget is that smoke cloud, when coming from different sources, may be stacked on each other. Yes. So you could put down that scarecrow underneath him, and then put poison ivy's vines underneath him, and then put dust sandstorm underneath him. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then move in with the Shredder and deal all of the damage because they are just standard smoke cloud markers. They're not special terrain. They are standard smoke cloud markers. You can stack them, and then because they are coming from different sources, each source will have its effect. Wow. They they actually will because I I know I was reading something that like if you say you break a wall over water that it's now hindering over the water and it's counted as hindering not water because it's whatever the top thing is so I wasn't sure if it would work on top of each other like that or if it would just be whatever one is well, on is top that the effect if you read their if you read their powers uh, if you read their cards it is just this character made use smoke cloud place smoke cloud markers and then they have effects that those smoke cloud markers do. So they're not special trained, they're not anything else, they are just smoke cloud, and the rules allow you to place smoke clouds on top of each other as long as they're coming from separate sources. That is amazing. Wow. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. I can't wait to try it. See, it's one of those things that's like, I know the rules, so I can think of this crazy shit like this, but I can't play it when I'm actually playing. I can just be like, hey guys, this works. It's like when uh, Moon Dragon was uh, was first previewed. The first thing I said when Moon Dragon was previewed, it's like, oh, she shares a keyword with Lockjaw. People are going to play her with Lockjaw. And, like, nobody listened to me. And then Nationals came up and everybody was playing Moon Dragon with Lockjaw. It's like, but yeah. I, I said that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Nobody listened. Yeah. Which also, by the way, because I did an early preview of the Ninja Turtles Fast Forces... I was also the one that went crazy for the Mudman, and nobody yep. wanted to believe me. <laughs> yeah. Daniel had to apologize because yep. he bashed yep. Mudman, and mm-hmm. then he actually was like, oh, hey, that went from my unique build, and now he loves Mudman. Yep. And so, and it's actually really good. Like, yep. it's solid. I mean, it's There's hard. a reason I went crazy on that video. I was like, oh my god, this Mudman's amazing. <laughs> I love um, the Fast Forces, the... If someone needs to play the shred- the the actual turtles. Yeah, um, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, hard the to kill. Ones are really fantastic. I-, I feel like that might be a good limited team for me, just because mm-hmm. it's it's they're solid. They work well with each other. So, yeah. um, so then we get into the big conversation about if so. Lucas and I have this ongoing um battle about Goblin King. Um, I, okay. hate, I hate Goblin King. Um, I might offend some people, and I'm sorry if I say this, I offend anybody, but I feel like if you're playing 275-point Goblin King, and you are a good Hero Clicks player, I feel like it's just lazy play. Fair enough. Um, I, I just, I feel that, that's how I feel. Um, I've said it to many people. Um, Lucas is dead set on Goblin King is the best figure ever made. Um... <laughs> He feels like he's still meta. Um, I I differ, but um, what are your guys' takes? Goblin King was definitely, like, king of the hill when he first came out and before his errata. But the thing was, his errata didn't entirely kill him either because he's fantastic at 75 points. And he easily... And, like, we've already talked about how that point range fits you into an incredible amount of teams because that's a small chunk of 300 points that you're working with. And the fact that he's so versatile, I think people miss the fact that when you're playing 75-point Goblin King, he's not 
necessarily your attacker. Yes, he can be, and he mm-hmm. can do it as a fantastic job. But the fact that he has access to pretty much the entire pack is you can use him as a fantastic uh, support piece. You can use him as an attacker. You can use him as basically anything that you want because he can be anything you want. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. at 275, for me, that's too much of your team in one figure. Mm-hmm. I don't like putting that, because that leaves you at 25 points to do what? And and like I said before, there's so many good teams right now that have, like the Wolverine team. You have Mm -hmm. four Wolverines, that's that's freaking flurry, like coming up and and attacking you, and there's going to come a point where you're going to get out action, you're going to get, you know, you're going to miss your shape change. Like, okay, if you hit every shape change, then... By God, you should take those dice and put them in gold and put them on the wall. And but I don't know. I just mm-hmm. um, I just feel like some people they play it. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think the seventy five point Goblin King has now changed into Lockjaw. I think yeah. people turn yep. that into Lockjaw, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's still gonna get played. He will be at Canadian Nationals. I can guarantee that. Yeah. I mean, he will be. Uh, he's still around here. Like people still play mm-hmm. him, um, but I feel like you have Storm ID, who's got Pulse Wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uni Minds are being played. There's Pulse Wave. Um, there's so many like free attacks with X Men. There's so many Flurry right now that I don't know if Goblin King is going to withstand all of the all of the stuff right now. But. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we were saying that even though the meta is completely open right now, the name of the game right now is how many attacks you can actually make on your team. Uh-huh. Because, like, swarms are winning, but also, like, pseudo-swarms, where you don't actually have to physically play a swarm team if your team itself can make a lot of attacks. And as we're saying, with Star Fox flurrying, with... Uh, and it, people bringing in ID cards that can then go make attacks. With all of this POG generation that we've got right now, with them doing their attacks, we have POGs with Flurry doing attacks. Yeah. Even my own team with uh, Hulk quaking for free. All yeah. he has to do is move and then quake, and yeah. he's getting multiple attacks in a single turn. Mm-hmm. And when you have a one-man army like Goblin King, yes, he has high defenses, yes, he can use any power that he wants to use, he's still one guy doing one attack on your turn, where on my turn, I'm throwing, like, seven attacks at you. Yeah. And eventually, some of those attacks are going to start hitting. And I feel like... Yeah, especially with Battle Fury, like, he doesn't even... Even if, you know, once... Once Shredder gets halfway down his dial, because mm-hmm. I use Clone, I've got Battle Fury. So yeah, you know, I, I it helps. I, I that Battle Fury gets used quite a bit. Oh yeah, in yeah. games once you get once you get hit, because there is a lot of shape change in the game right now. Yeah, um, one of the things that that brought to my attention is like like Nate White says, you know, Goblin King is excruciating. Nothing like pounding on a figure for fifteen minutes and losing ten to nothing. Um, I feel like the game has somewhat shifted towards um, point denial. Like, okay, I got... If I look across the board, I'm like, okay, I have 75 points of colossal retaliation or or small figures that can die easily. But they have 
20 points that I could kill easily. Now mm -hmm. I'm in the hole, you know? Yeah. And I feel like when people play Goblin King, they're like, okay, I'm going to play it with a Carnage, and you're going to have to deal with my Carnage, and I'm going to come over there and kill a 20-point figure, and then I'm going to run. And, like, yeah. I hate that kind of play. I hate it mm -hmm. with a passion. Like, I did not travel and, and pay for this tournament to sit there and and chase you down for 15 minutes because you're playing a one-man army and you don't want to fight. Yeah. Like, that's not part of the game. I, I, that, I, mean, I know it's part of the game, but it's a part of the game yeah. I don't like. Um, again, if I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. So... Um, Brian Poling is asking, what figure from the recent set surprised you um, by its usefulness, and which fig ended up disappointing you after seeing it in action? Um, I have not played a lot of Avengers. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Avengers Infinity. I, I played the pre-release, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've actually played anything with the set, and I haven't touched the turtles. Um, so I think I I will have to concede that the unseen is better than I initially thought he was going to be, mm -hmm. because I saw him in a sealed environment. He sucks in sealed, so I still hold on to that. He sucks in sealed. He does nothing. I cannot handle a character that cannot attack. I do not like that. Um, but once you put him into the constructed environment where you can do things to him or basically have him sit there and bring in ID characters for you, he does have a use. So I will put him as, I guess I was surprised by the actual usefulness of Unseen. I am eating my words on that one. Um, when it comes to down to disappointing... Um, I'm not an Avengers fan, so this was not a set I was hyped for when it comes down to it. Um, I was more excited for the Colossal figures because I liked the idea of these super boosters and everybody getting Colossals, and I thought that was super fun. Um, but there wasn't really anybody that I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to play this character. Why are they not working the way I want them to work? Um, I will have to say that I did have that moment with Wolverine from... Um, Xavier's school was that I pulled him in the WKO that we went to, the winter WKO, or I guess it would have been the spring one. Um, maybe. I don't know. It was a WKO that we went to. And I pulled him, and he did not do anything for me. The adult, like, I could not hit a single, like, and again, it's a dice game. Mm -hmm. I could not hit a single attack. So I was disappointed in that game of being like, Wolverine, I know you're better than this. <laughs> and now he's winning a bunch of things. And now he's everywhere. I'm like, yes. And he's yeah, going for like $100. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I pulled two and traded one. <laughs> yeah, well, we got home and I was like, we need to see how many we have. And we ended up having seven. Wow. <laughs> I'm wow. Like, um, so I need one for my ID card, uh, Daniel needs one for his ID card, and then we're like, we kept three, so we have five, so we have two up right now. Yeah. So, I'm like, if we can get money out of this, like, let's get some money out of these. Do it now while it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually own one. The one that I use is borrowed from Jarrett, so. 
Well, and Emily, if you win Canadian Nationals, because I have about $900 on you, um, I'll split the money and I'll, uh... <laughs> um, so, Emily, do you have any... Um, figures um, well, I, I, yeah, I agree with, with Amber about the unseen yeah. after playing it and having a lot of trouble beating it. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to kill. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really hard to kill. That super senses and, oh my goodness, yeah. So I, I definitely, definitely the unseen is, like, when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, that's good that it can, you know, it can prob and whatever through people and that's, that's pretty cool, but yeah, actually playing against it and trying to kill it, it's difficult to kill. Mm-hmm. And the one that disappointed me was from a pre-release, and it was one of the Colossals, and it was the Hulk. Because oh, I no. played him at 150, and he died so fast. He tanks so easily. He, he dies so easily. I was yeah. like, really? You have Invincible, and you're dying that quickly? Yeah. <laughs> He goes from, like, an 11 attack down to, like, a 9, like, the first time you hit him. And you're like, really? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, So I agree with you guys about the Unseen. I said from the get-go, I think he um, was going to be good. The guys were like, oh, he's horrible. Why would you want to play a piece with zero damage or whatever? Um, But um, I really was surprised by how people were using him. Um, and again, he's super hard to kill. Um, but, um, I was actually disappointed in, um, Chase Photon. Oh, yeah. Because, um, people were saying, like, oh, Chase Photon is going to take overdrive tokens and mm-hmm. it's going to mess with the game. And, I mean, just people were just ripping on, uh, how it was just going to change the whole meta scene. And I actually play tested. With my overdrive team, it gets one and one. Because I just didn't make overdrive. Like, I just yeah. don't make it charged up. I just use my other figures to just move up. And then he actually, I had, um, he had grouped on his team. So he gave me a Dr. Leslie Evans. So then he vooped over Dr. Leslie Evans, killed the Dr. Leslie Evans, and I have Colossal Retaliators on my team. Oh no. Like, I have a Mangog. So, guess what Mangog did? Comes over, just wrecks face. I'm like, oh dear Jesus. So, um, I just, I, after seeing Chase Photon in action, I just think that, uh, you know, if you're playing something that's, you know, you can voop over maybe a, a Mudman or something like that and, yeah. and score the 20 points. And then hide for 45 minutes? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see it. So. So, Jay Solomon's asking, how amazing is the Canadian hero click scene, considering we have at least four women playing? I'm super jelly. Um, <laughs> so, um, I was the only female in the U.S. Nationals. Um, I was lonely. No. <laughs> but... Uh, mm-hmm. I, again, I'm just jealous that you guys have a lot of people, a lot of females. Honestly, I'm just so thankful that Emily got into the game uh, and that we've been able to grow our friendship over the last two years or so that we've known each other because 
it, it's been a lonely 16 years in this game <laughs> as being the only female player in my area. Yeah. I love I love that we get to travel together. Like, yes. you know, that we're going to be in the same carpool and we're sharing the same hotel room for, like, you know, this is, what, our third or fourth time sharing hotel rooms. Like, it's yes. great to have have that, you know? Yep. <laughs> I just yep. get to stay with guys. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how that is. <laughs> oh, my God. I had one. I, I do have a story. So, the first time we really... It wasn't the first time we traveled. No, it would have been the first time we traveled uh, with a group of us. We went out to Windsor for the very first uh, super qualifier in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like five of us in a hotel room. And at one point, uh, a bunch of us had gone. We had gone out to a bar with uh, Patrick Biboko and Kevin Afruz had surprised us, surprised us by coming up to Canada for this. And nobody knew they were coming. They just showed up. And uh, so we went out drinking with them afterwards. So we were back in the hotel room. And Jason is a very rowdy, wrestly drunk. He gets very physical when he's drunk. Like, he likes to just start wrestling with people. <laughs> and uh, at the time, uh, one of the original members of the Meta Lab, Jordan, was with us. And Jason was getting into it with Jordan. And then Mike Payne was kind of like, calming him down and I was already in our bed and we had two beds and then like a cot and a chair and uh, I was already in bed like laying in bed not sleeping getting ready and they had basically like gone at each other and Mike had had tackled Jason onto the bed and both of them had like fallen on top of me Uh and I just I screamed out and like ended up having them all in stitches because afterwards I was I screamed out I was like god damn it Mike you punched me in the uterus <laughs> and like, they're all just like, <laughs> like yes, this is what happens when you try to wrestle on top of your wife get oh, off me yeah wow <laughs> yeah yep. I, that's what think traveling gets you lots of fun stories yes yeah Luckily, I have a good group of guys that we stay with. Um, I just some of the guys like to, they snore, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, the guys are really good to me. They know that I like to go to bed early. And um, funny story was at uh, Nationals, and we're staying with Lane and our new teammate Mike, and we go back to the hotel, and Mike's like, "I need to go to Walmart," and Lane's like, "We'll go to Walmart, but..." I need to practice against Sam. And Mike's like, no, let's let's go to Walmart first, and then we'll come back and practice. And Lane's like, no. If I leave, Sam will go to bed, and we won't practice. So we have to practice now, because I know Sam. Like, if I don't practice now, she's just going to go to bed. And I will. Like, I just go to bed. So um, I like my sleep. So, again, I, like I said, I am so pumped that I have met you guys. I can actually talk to you guys about clicks and... I have another, have some other female um, companions to talk teams, you know, and I'm hopefully Emily doesn't let me down because I got about eleven hundred dollars riding on at nationals. Um, <laughs> so Chris Stockhouse uh, saying wishing everyone the best of luck at Canadian nationals. Um, I don't believe I've played any of the three ladies on the podcast today, but hopefully we will get to play at an event sooner than later. 
Um, I don't know if you guys have met Chris. Have you met Chris Stockhouse? I have met Chris. Uh, I, I have met, met him, him when yep. I went down to Michigan. Nice. Um, yep, so, I met him in Michigan. Yeah, super great guy. Uh, he played the scholarship, mm-hmm. I think, in Michigan, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Well, not the time that I went down, but uh, yes, he has played the, the scholarship. Yeah. And uh, made me very proud. I know. I, I see him. He came to our uh, Clicksoft Classic, and I told him, I was like, dude, if we play, bring that skull ship. I'll let you play it against me. <laughs> like, I'll totally make it legit. Like, I know the judge. <laughs> okay? Um, so, uh, super great guy. Um, I I want to play against them. I, I try to play against new people. I always seem to get teamed up with my teammates. Like, yep. every freaking tournament. I'm like, I haven't played half this field. Like, but I, I always, only seem to face Jason when it matters, <laughs> and and he, I cannot get past him. Yeah, like he's kept me out of a couple of top eights. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Daniel and I had to face Sunday in top four, um, but you know I I kind of knew how it was going to end. We practiced the game so much um, against each other that. Um, he knows my next move and he knows how to beat my team. So, mm. um, I just got really lucky in Kokomo because <laughs> he couldn't roll a six. So, um, but yeah, it's rough playing your teammates and our companion because you're just like, I okay. want to see you do well, but I also want to do well too. So. Oh, I'm so cutthroat. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I want this. I don't care about you. <laughs> It was actually really funny because the WKO that we played, the fall WKO um, last year, we went to Jackson Queen, and uh, me and Jason ended up facing each other in the third round to get into the top eight, and there were so many people that were there that that knew us personally and knew us through the channel, and they were like, oh my gosh, look, it's like the married with clicks couple, they're playing against each other, and then they'd like come near the table, and they're like, oh my god, and they needed to, like, back away because we were so intense and, like, brutal against each other that, like, everybody was like, we need to walk away before we witness their divorce. Yeah. That was your birthday, right? Yes, it was. Oh, man. (laughs) He didn't let you win on your birthday? Nope, nope, because he will never let me win. I always have to earn it. Wow. Yeah. Um, we had some some good girl time after, though. Oh, we did. We went and did our nails. Oh, heck, yeah. <laughs> we had awesome. to wait. Well, they, our ride was, uh, both of our rides, we came separately that day, both of our rides were in the top eight, so it's like, well, we have to wait for our rides anyway, so let's do our nails. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, um, there's been many, I wish, if there was a, a camera in our dining room, and you would witness... Dale and I practice sessions. Oh my gosh, there's been times where it's like, it's one of those, like, I hate you. You need to walk mm-hmm. away. Don't talk to me the rest of the night. Like, I've thrown nope. dice. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I've outflipped the table. Like, so. I've had those practice nights. Yeah, I mean, everybody does. I mean, so. Um, so, Andrew was asking, what got you into clicks? I've tried to get the wife into play, but she doesn't, it doesn't interest her. Uh, did you get into it due to a significant other, love of gaming, love of comics? What was it? Um, I feel like I am one of the very, not only one of the very few female players of this game, one of the very few players that did not get into this game for a significant other. Yeah. Um, I met Jason through the game, nice. but 
that was a good two or three years after I started playing. Yeah. Um, so I got into it when the game launched back in 2002. Uh, my brother had picked up the starter set and brought it home, and he was like, we like comets, check out this awesome game, we're going to play together. So we learned how to play the game, I got super into it, and then he was like, yeah, I don't feel like ever playing this again. And I was like, oh, but I love this game, look at all my all my awesome comic book characters, this is so cool, man. Yeah. And then it wasn't until a year or two later, um, one of my first, uh, like my first serious boyfriend um, was into like Mech Warrior and Mage Knight, and uh, a few months into the relationship, uh, he was like, he's like, oh, he came across like my box of Hero Clicks, and he's like, dude, you know what Hero Clicks is? I was like, yeah, I love this game, but nobody wants to play with me. He's like, I'll play with you. I know what this game is. So, yeah, and then uh, we ended up going to uh, a free comic book day event at our local game store. Mm-hmm. Um, a few months after that, and that's where I met Jason. <laughs> nice. So. Emily, yeah. what got you into the game? Um, one of my boyfriend's friends was showing him how to play, and him and his brother were getting into it one day, and then um, my boyfriend and his brother tried to get me, both me and his brother's wife to, to join them and learn it, and they all like to play it for the whole comic book superheroes fighting, mm-hmm. and I was the only one who actually went out to a store to learn how to play it properly, yeah. and then I'm the only one that ended up getting hooked on it after I learned how to play it properly, and I'm now the only one left of the bunch actually playing still. <laughs> Wow. None of them actually play anymore, so I have to go to the store or to with with friends or whatever to to play because he doesn't play it anymore because he doesn't like that I will only play competitive. So if we attempt to play, he likes to rage quit because he doesn't like to learn the new rules. And <laughs> I mean, you're but he's, throat. He's, I mean, you're gonna win thirteen hundred dollars at nationals because that's right? what I bet on you. <laughs> Although he's a huge, huge Batman animated fan, so he's like, he's buying a brick and he wants to play, and he's like, I guess I have to learn the new rules. So we might actually get some uh, some games at home. And and I said, you know, if you want to play theme and you want to play whatever, I said, build me a team because I don't care about theme. But if you want to see this team face this team, I will play against you. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> we may actually get some some home games going again with Batman animated. But yeah. That's I'm awesome. the only one that stuck with it when I when I learned to love the game. Yeah. Um, I got in it because uh, Daniel and I, um, we collected, we collect uh, action figures and stuff. And um, he loves Iron Man. And um, one day we were at a little store and I was like, what about these little guys? And Daniel's like, I think that's a game. And um, we bought a couple things and I love Doctor Doom. So that's when... Um, there was some Doctor Doom stuff going. There was some old Doctor Dooms there, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll pick those up. And then uh, Daniel talked to his friends, and it was like, hey, because they worked at a gaming store, and it's like, I got this game. Could you teach it to me? So they taught Daniel. Uh, Daniel took the initiative and um, and learned it, Was went off with it. Um, I played casual, and then about two years ago, um, 
I got really serious into it. And I was like, well, you're going to be gone for these weekends. I might as well learn this game to go with you. So, because um, we don't have kids or anything like that. So, um, kind of gives us something we could do together. Now I'm hooked. Now I'm just, I'm into it now. So, um, so Steve is asking, what are your thoughts on the Blackbird? Uh, is it too easily one-shotted by Uni or a Wolverine ID or, or is it actually top tier meta? Um, I know you guys said you haven't seen it played. Yeah. Um. No, I, not yet. I think it is, is going to be some top tier meta. Um, again, I think it's, it's going to be the style of play that people are going to have to have some finesse with it. It's not just to pick up and play. Um, you're going to have to spend the money on some figures, some call-ins. Um, you're going to have to pay for the Wolvie. You're going to have to pay for some super rare Cyclops. Uh, you know, uh, you're going to have to pay for that stuff. So, and unless you already have it, which is great if you have it. Um, but I think it's hard to, it's hard to get through. The, the actual Blackbird is easy to kill, but once you kill it, whatever pops out that's piloting it, which is usually like a super rare Cyclops, is going to come out with insane stats and just Mm -hmm. wreck your face. So it's like, yeah, you score 55 points, but now you're just getting completely wrecked by a super rare Cyclops who is going to free attack you and then shoot you and then, Yeah. So, and what people pair with it is just, is gross. I mean, you're usually having, like, five perplexes. So, mm-hmm. you're not going to miss. You have five theme team props. Um, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, seeing it played, I got my butt whipped away. I mean, I, I now know how to beat it. Mm-hmm. I think there's ways to beat it, but you have to, like, you have to position well against it. You have to know what the call-ins do. And like I said, I don't think people really know about the whole real boy thing. Um, yeah. So um, if you're going to play against the Blackbird, I suggest reading the card. <laughs> so it's it's not like the Quinjet at all. It's yeah, like, I think that's going to be the thing is that uh, initially a lot of people are going... Uh, are going to see it and be like, oh, it's just like the Quinjet, and it's just not, and it's going to play differently, and you're going to have to adjust to that. I Even having not really seen it but heard all the talk around it, it will show up. Yes. Uh, top tier, I don't know, but it will be competitive, it will show up, it'll be at events, whether it's going to win events, that all depends on what you pair with it, because again, like you were saying, it's only 55 points. Yeah. So... Um, it will show up on teams, and it'll show up on a variety of different teams, but mostly the X-Men theme teams, just yeah. to keep going with it. Um, yeah. But uh, whether or not we're going to see a big influx of them this weekend, it's hard to say, because it's going to be... A lot of people will be getting it for the first time this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And I know like the last few years, other than... Like, I think the boxing ring was really the only one that everybody was like, okay, I'm going to buy it because it's, it's on my team. Um, whereas all of the other stuff, it kind of, it took its time to make it into the main meta. So unless it's like the guys uh, coming from, from the States coming in 
uh, playing a team with it. I don't mm-hmm. think we'll see too many, but uh, we'll still probably see at least a, a few yeah. of them actually played this weekend. So what what would you say the number one thing that you are expecting to see? Like, if you if you had to put, like, the top three pieces that are, like, top tier of, like, teams, what would you think that you're going to see the most of? Um, I will... I would say we'll definitely see a Shredder team, we'll definitely see a Unimind team, and we'll definitely see an X-Men team. Um, Beyond that, it's just so open, and as we mentioned before, Canadians are pretty wonky when it comes to what they like to put in meta. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't don't know what the scene is like right now in Ottawa and Quebec, and what they've been doing. Um, But I know Emily was saying that a lot of the guys locally to us uh, have really been focusing on the meta, so we're going to see a lot more of uh, the same sort of teams that we saw with the U.S. Nationals mm-hmm. and the, the WKOs um, this past few weekends. Uh, a lot of a lot of the same, but also still very varied, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I, I agree with those. I think we'll also see um, a couple teams that have, like, the millions of giant girls and stuff, a bunch of the mm-hmm. Colossals. I know that one of those won the Ottawa WKO. Yeah. So I can see, you know, a whole bunch of gladiators on a team. Ottawa WKO was won by a stilt man. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. I think people just see, forget him. Canada is crazy. Um, I think you guys are just going to see a, a ton of colossal retaliation. It's mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's so hard to get around too because you're like okay this is cool I can run across and call out Professor X and then you're like but they have like five Colossal Retaliators so you have to pick and choose you know you're like well ugh. you gotta I- find pieces that can do the trick that um, Jason and Tom were doing at uh, Canada Cup I think it was two years ago now of uh, yo-yoing your ID call-ins or making it so that when you call in a character, the character that called them in is no longer there. Yeah. So the ID character call goes away and all of a sudden you can't retaliate it. And, and you can do that really easily with Lockjaw because Lockjaw mm-hmm. can pick TK, you know, if you're in position. Um, but the type of team I play, I, I don't have that option. <laughs> so Neither do I. But also, <laughs> I'm not going forward with my highest point character. I'm going forward with somebody that I expect. I pretty much expect that every game, whether I win or lose, my opponent is going to be scoring 50 points. Yeah. And that's what you have to think about. Like, how many points am I going to give up easily? And how mm-hmm. many points can I score easily? And then from there, it's just a toss-up of, are you going to hit super senses, or is he going to hit shape change, or... Yeah. So. Uh, Brad Milburn is asking, do you think Super Friends chases from the Batman animated series set is really going to change the metagame, or is just going to be a flash in the pan? They've already changed the metagame. Uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes down to it, the thing is, uh, like, unless they get a ratted to mm-hmm. cost points, they're there. This is something that you add to your team that costs nothing. It's it's like adding in objects or a map. If you have space on your sideline, one of those chases is there. Um, if like if you're not running IDs, if you don't have all nine of those slots filled up, there is no loss 
to you having these characters on your sideline. I mean, you don't actually ever have to bring them in if you don't want to give up those 30, 40 points, but you always have that option now because it costs you absolutely nothing to put it on your team. Mm-hmm. So why not? Like, there, there's no real reason other than, like I said, if you don't have room on your sideline, there's no real reason to not have one of those characters there. Yeah. I think it'll, I think you'll see it. For sure. Oh, yeah, they'll be there. I just don't know. I don't know how many times they're actually going to make it into a game. You know? Because, like, you're really, you're trying to hit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, if your dice roll like my dice and Jason's dice like you, we're going to see them every game. (laughs) That's true. I think we'll see them. I think they'll be that one one person that will make it work, and then everybody will be like, oh my gosh, it worked. Um, Honestly, if they were legal for this weekend, they'd be on my team because I don't have anything on my sideline. (laughs) Mine is full, and I'm having to decide what I want to not put for my options. It's, it's a difficult decision. <laughs> First world problem, Emily. First world problem. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm deciding if I want to do two super rare Cyclopses on my team for states or just keep my Iceman. But I don't know. Again, first world problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jason Osborne is, what are our friendly neighbors playing? How is their meta different from ours? think we've already went through that. Um, Pretty much. Like I said, Stiltman won Ottawa. Yeah. Which is <laughs> amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's so cool <laughs> to see um, what, like, reports from other places. Because uh, mm-hmm. around here, uh, you know, we always say the Midwest is, is the hardest to play around. We have so many great players around here. Um, and so our meta is just kind of like it stays consistently the same. Like, you can go to Lexington and see the report, and then you can go to our place and see our report, and it's pretty much the same teams being played. Um, and then to see, like, a report from you guys, we're like, if I brought that team here, if I brought Stiltman here, I would just get wrecked. Mm-hmm. But, like, it works for you guys, which is amazing. Like, <laughs> I want to... I, I keep telling Daniel, like, I want to move to Utah. Because, like... We saw a report from, like, six months ago, and, like, someone won with, like, a Nick Fury team. I'm like, if you brought a Nick Fury main force here, like, you would be laughed at, almost. Because you'd just be like, how the heck is that going to, like, compete with what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, But, so, I really like seeing how, what you guys play in your meta, so. Um... I mean, do you guys feel the same way about the meta difference, or...? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's mm-hmm. even... It, it even works within our, our own areas. Um, I mentioned this on... I think it was when I was on the Shots Fired podcast, was the last few um, WKOs, we've had, like, carfuls of people from uh, the greater Toronto area go to Ottawa and go to Quebec, and they're the top eight. Because the meta just from uh, Toronto to Ottawa is so different that you get, uh, especially when you get really good players come in and you get an area that's either, it's not super competitive or their competitive scene is so different that those, uh, they just don't mesh and you get like one is 
a lot stronger than the other, and they just come in and wreck house. And it's like, damn, all these people from Toronto keep coming in. It's like how we've been the last few years with Canadian Nationals. It's like we've got really good, strong Canadian players, but then the Americans come up with a completely different meta mm-hmm. that we weren't prepared for or we didn't see coming. And then they're like, oh, all right. Like, Shuma Garath won Canadian Nationals last year. Everybody forgot he was even still modern legal. (laughs) (laughs) We had uh, Ontario Provincials last year, me and Jason, or Jason was running it, and he was sitting there scratching his head because he almost had to report that Hell Cow and Rat King won. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) It's, It's that type of stuff, you're just like... How is this happening? Right. Like, <laughs> I was playing. The, I can't even uh, play that on a fun night. Like yeah. I'm just, I can't. I can't even bring that team to a fun night at my venue. I would just get crushed. I was playing the the um, what is it? The Dark Knight Rises Superman, and I got destroyed by a Savante Romero, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, it's 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 amazing how just not even you know hours away can change mm-hmm. uh, perspectives. Even just the next day over. Yeah. So, um, well, that's all our questions. Um, I, I really want to do this episode for you guys. Um, again, I know that the guys get a lot of of the the spotlight. Uh, for nationals and stuff because you know they have a lot more podcasts but I told Daniel I said I want to do this for the Amber and Emily I wish Patricia was on here but she was busy Um, so I want to wish you guys the best of luck and do you guys have any final words um, so we've got about, what, 1500 down on Emily for winning nationals I'm, yeah it's about $1,500 <laughs> it's about yeah no pressure Emily just, you know, I'm going to see you in Nashville on Tuesday, so. Yep. You sure are. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited. So uh, We are, we're planning to get some, some live content out. It may just be me and Emily sitting in a car talking while we're driving <laughs> to Quebec, but um, if you guys want to keep an eye on the adventures of Amber and Emily going to Canadian Nationals, uh, we will be... Uh, posting on the Married with Clicks Facebook, as well as some trying to put up some videos for our YouTube channel, which is Married with Clicks as well. Uh, Emily is part of our extended Married with Clicks family, as she is one of our regular travel buddies. Nice. And uh, on the win, she is uh, she is part of our team. Um, so you guys can can find us there over the weekend, and we will be reporting as best we can. As to how we are doing. Yeah, go. Ahead. I'm going to try to do my best, too. Um, I'm going to be playing in two states. Um, but I would like some updates from you guys so I can post on Clickstaff and stuff. Um, I know a lot of the guys want to know how you guys are doing. So, um, we're pretty famous, I'll tell you that. Like, people, like, uh, come to, like, people came to me and talked to me more at Origins than they did Daniel. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, now I'm just known. But, uh, and, and people ask about, you know, other females. And I know me shouting 
that Emily won a WKO. <laughs> um, people now know who Emily is. So, and when she wins me fifteen hundred dollars, it's going to be great, right? you know. Yep. <laughs> so, Emily, you got any last words? I'm just, I'm just excited to play. Like, I feel more confident going into these grinders than I did the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel a lot more confident, and and I'm, I'm just excited because I love playing this game. Awesome. And I love traveling and and meeting new people, you know, mm-hmm. and and especially playing with out of town people to see the different play styles and that's you know you always pick up different tips and tricks and oh I didn't realize that you could do that together because you know because that's what they see in their local meta yeah and you know it's it's neat to be able to to learn things by playing against different people most definitely. Um... So, yeah, uh, again, thank you guys for being on. I wish you the best of luck. Um, I expect Amber second, Emily first, because I got $1,500 <laughs> right on her. Um, Emily, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. I can't wait. Yes. So, um, again, good luck. Kick some ass. Take their names. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off. Have a good night. Bye. See ya. Bye.